Hey guys, it's Tina, and you're listening to This Ugly Beauty Business. Today we're going to talk about three times you must refuse a service, featuring your stupid boyfriend, Derek. But before we do, I want to preface this episode with a little bit of a disclaimer. I was feeling really overwhelmed with the amount of work that I was having to do to prepare for the launch of the VIP system, getting all the content written and the community up and running and all of this other stuff. So I recruited my friend Kat Lassie to help me get some content ready for the public areas of the site. Kat likes to do this thing where she drinks a bottle of wine or three and then bashes out this hilarious draft. Then I go through it and do my whole editing thing where I eliminate all the sloppy drunk speak and add some of my own stuff to it. And we end up with something pretty awesome, but not entirely serious. The idea of older millennials being as consumed with the late 90s and early 2000s as much as some Gen Xers are with the 80s was too much for Kat or I to handle. And this is, so this is a post that Kat and I collaborated on. And if you're expecting seriousness today, maybe don't, you know, just like adjust your expectations accordingly. You found the perfect space signed your lease, and your husband, let's call him Derek, helps stick 50 rolls of damask wallpaper all over your new crib. So you are ready, bitch, ready to slay. Derek watches as weeks three and four roll by with your book only half full, and then overhears you telling a client you won't perform the service. Derek isn't happy. He reminds you that your business has soaked up part of his 2021 Muay Thai Boxing Retreat Savings Fund, and he's anxious to know why you've just sent that client and her cash money out the door. Feel free to present this list of acceptable reasons to Derek and anyone else who starts icing your grill. 1. The service falls outside our scope of practice. Consider this a hard and fast rule, Derek. If a credible professional who cares about their integrity and their reputation doesn't have the training or authority to do something, we don't do it. For example, even though you've personally watched your barber begrudgingly frost the tips of your gel-encrusted, outdated AF boy band haircut for the last 15 years, you probably shouldn't take a crack at it unless you're also a qualified professional. For you, the consequences could be as devastating as trading that A.J. McLean circa 1999 embarrassment you call a hairstyle for something a little more modern, but those of us holding licenses face serious fines and legal consequences, including suspension or outright revocation of those licenses, and possibly even misdemeanor charges, depending on the state laws. To really drum this in, let's review this short list. A legal secretary, not a lawyer. Medical receptionist, not a nurse. Aesthetician, not a nail tech. Nail tech, not an aesthetician. You get the idea. Responsible professionals stay in their lane. Two, the client's wellness could be compromised and or the client appears to have a possible infection. Barbara, the MLM long-lasting lipstick superseller client, has just returned from her all-expenses-paid work trip on a fancy ocean liner. She's been hiking in an extravagant corner of the African jungle wearing $600 boots that looked fantastic on her impeccably coordinated Instagram post, but have put pressure on her toenail enhancements. Now, Barbara, the pearl-wearing fancy pants, suspects that she has a nasty infection growing under the aforementioned enhancements. She reveals her swollen feet, 
covered in seeping blisters and asks if she's okay to get a new set or if she needs to heal first. But your wife, who definitely isn't a doctor but has enough sense to know when a client's issues are outside her pay grade, agrees that what Barbara has going on under there doesn't look kosher in the least, and neither do those angry-looking blisters. Now she has to make the call on whether to service Barb's gnarly funky junk or refer her to a podiatrist for medical treatment. Tough call, right? Sending Barbara the lipstick diva of the Southeast off to the doctor means your wife loses $50, but completing the service exposes her and possibly her other clients to what could turn out to be a highly transmissible infection, threatening Barb's health, the wellness of other clients, your wife's license, and your entire livelihood. Still think it's worth the risk? Take a moment and think it through, home skillet. We will wait. Three, we don't have time for scrubs and their shenaniganry. While they may not be hanging out the side of their best friend's ride, scrubs sometimes find a way into our salons. Short term, the salon professional employs strategies to diffuse an awkward situation or undesirable client behavior without being stabbed, but long term, these strategies pay off by establishing a set of boundaries and guidelines. As professionals, we set the tone for client interactions, but when a client steps out of line and disrespects the professional or the business, the salon owner, your wife in this situation, ultimately has a duty to act as an enforcer and tell them they need to bounce. Finger pointing, raised voices, face wobbling, head bobbing, hands on hips, or any other Becky from the bank biatch behavior must be shut down. A customer with an elevated sense of entitlement is unlikely to accept an amicable solution and should be dismissed as quickly as possible. Finally, Derek. Oh, Derek, you precious, ignorant mofo, still sporting a ridiculous, pencil-thin, chin-strap beard and goatee that every fly guy should have waved bye-bye-bye to in 2006. Trying to help the guy who once spent $1,600 on a hella sick jet ski trailer when you lacked both a hella sick jet ski and a vehicle capable of towing it, understand why his saint of a wife declined a service is tearing up our heart. We understand that you may be disappointed initially, watching the client carrying your gym tan laundry money walk out the door, but hopefully, now that you've been presented with the reasoning, you'll be able to accept that these policies are part of a much longer strategic plan designed to ensure the safe and efficient running of the salon and its continued success. So stop tripping, home slice. Let's agree that your time may be better spent focusing on your areas of expertise, like getting jiggy and yellowing or whatever. Continue to be the supportive dude you've always been, genuinely laughing every time she quotes Austin Powers in a conversation, sharing her enthusiasm when she finally scores some vintage jinkos on eBay, and responding with an enthusiastic hell yes when she asks if it's cool if she plays every track on Spice World for the fifth time in a row. Leave your missus to her bidness, you heard? Derek is an entirely fictional construct born of Kat's drunken drafting and my manic attempt to slip more 90s slang and references into this article than anyone thought possible or necessary. Any resemblance to any person, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Should you know a Derek, be a friend and beg him to either shave off that ridiculous facial hair or grow a proper beard. Okay, so we've had our fun. It's April Fool's Day. We promise we're not going to do this to you very often. At least I tried to keep it educational, right? Like, you learned something, maybe? No? I don't know. Look, you're not paying for this, so like, let's just call it even. Until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.